Hello, and welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. I've been celebrating students and staff on social media since 2014. I'm in the trenches with you, and I know it's not an easy task. So if you're responsible for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more for a K-12 school district, you are in the right spot. You're going to lean in and learn some simple, actionable tips to help you reach even more people. And that's all going to happen while keeping your sanity. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. One of my favorite people in the world is joining me today, Holly McCaw, APR. Um, she is out of Otsego Schools in Michigan. They have about 2,400 students. We're going to be talking about a really popular topic today. I'm just wondering, do you ever have people that say maybe not so nice things on your social media pages, or maybe you've got some spam, like they're either trying to do live streams. The newest ones are they're trying to sell branded clothing, right? What do you do about some of those things? Well, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about really having a plan for those, those negative comments. It's not a matter of if they're going to come in, right? It is a matter of when. And so I'm really excited. This is the case study that's featured on page 193 in my book, chapter 15, Miss Holly McCaw. And if you are reading the book right now, and if you're not, you better grab your copy. But um, if you're reading the book right now, Social Media for Schools, it's, it's my new release. Um, I want to invite you to something totally free. It's a live book discussion. Reading the book's great, but I want you to take action. I want better stories to be told. I want you to have less stress. I want you to feel like you are in control and have a manageable process this school year. And so in order to do that, there's a lot of action that I want you to take from the book, but sometimes you're a little bit paralyzed with fear. You have some questions. So now I want you to take action. And we've got a live discussion happening on August 3rd. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2023 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Uh, get signed up today. It's completely free, but you got to sign up. The show notes has the sign up. If you have questions specific that you want answered, put them in the little form so I can I know what I'm answering and then show up live. And if you can't show up live, I'm still going to send you the recording. Okay. So um, I just, I really want to make sure that what I taught in the book is now able to be applied in your school or school district so that we can celebrate our students and staff in a safe, positive, and engaging way in this new school year. So get signed up. That's your action item right now. Now, we've got one more thing before you listen to Holly, which is our weekly K-12 PR tip. All right. This week's K-12 PR tip is simply a little bit of a counseling session. Um, I just recently talked to a school in Oklahoma who doesn't have social media yet. The superintendent is so afraid of negative comments and keeping his students and sta staff safe, right? He wants to protect his students and staff. He knows that there's some bad stuff that can happen on social media, but he wondered, okay, we can start social media, but can we just not allow comments? Cause that'll keep things safe. And I basically told him, I said, you know what, then you might as well just keep using your direct messaging or your emailing or your website because social media is really meant to be social. Now, you can take parameters 
to protect yourself. You can actually turn off comments one by one on Facebook now. You can limit comments on Facebook, on Instagram. There are some things you can do, but I'm telling you, social media is meant to be social. So if you're not willing to get social, I don't really think you should be on social media. Now, today you're going to learn some tips from Holly and really how she's been able to tackle it. And she has had negativity happen. Um, But for the most part, it's really, really positive. So I just don't want you to first thing something happens that you feel like, oh my gosh, we can't, we can't celebrate our students anymore. We have to limit comments because negativity could happen just have to be aware. Okay. And we've got a lot of helpful tips in the book. And if you have somebody in your school or school district or your school board that is very against social media, grab your copy of the book and definitely dig into chapter 15 because you're going to have some great stories on how we can handle it. I can promise you any situation that you have dealt with, I have probably dealt with five times in the last 10 years of working with schools. It really can be a a tool for good and a tool for spreading those positive messages. So we're going to give you some tips in this episode. The book gives you much more. Let's get introduced to Miss Holly McCaw, APR. All right, welcome to this little mini episode talking specifically about negative comments on our social media. Social media is meant to be social, but sometimes that means people are saying things that aren't so great. And I uh, welcome back Holly McCaw. Holly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am really good. So you uh, serve uh, at Seagull School District there in Michigan. So why don't you just first explain kind of um, your role there, a little bit about your school. Sure. So I'm the director of communications. I'm in my 12th school year now. Um, And we are on the west side of Michigan, a rural school district. Uh, It's about just about 2,400 students. So we have um, our own preschool building. We have three elementaries. And then that feeds into one middle school and one high school. So um, I, I would say it's a smaller district, uh, awesome community, overall pretty supportive, but um, certainly like everyone else, we, we've dealt with a few, a few negative comments here and there too. So happy to help with this topic. Yeah. So you manage the social media platforms for the district um, and you're a one person office. Is that right? That's correct. So it's just um, just me and my communications office, and we only have district social media accounts. Um, some of our elementaries, they have their PTO uh, run accounts, but those aren't official school accounts. So the way we do it in Otsego, we don't, each school does not have their own. Um, we run a district site okay. and district wow. social media sites. Okay, awesome. That's a that's a little bit easier route to take, especially with a smaller school district. So yes. you've been in your position for 12 years, so you've certainly uh, been able to uh, uh, embrace social media. Um, but with that, there's always the, you know, fear of negative comments. And so just in general, I guess, how how do you handle negative comments? What's kind of your approach? Well, one thing that sticks in my head when I first started out and I was a newbie to school PR at one of the um, ENSPRA sessions, uh, I went to one on social media and what stuck with me was someone said that that is an opportunity for customer service. And if one person is thinking it or one person decides to put it out there, a 
ton of other people are probably thinking it too. So it's really an opportunity for you to share your message or steer the conversation or, um, you know, something along those lines. So as much as you don't like seeing it, sometimes you just kind of have to turn it around a little bit and look at it as, as an opportunity. Okay, here's my customer service. Here's where we can be kind. Here's where we can try and get this off Facebook. Here's where I can give you more information and, you know, something like that. So trying to look at it a little bit as a, as an opportunity and not just, just a problem, I think is how I, I try to initially digest it. And then it's, well, what do you actually do with it? Um, you know, and, and with that, you can't get into a back and forth. You're not going to do that in real life in your position. You're going to offer them information and somewhere else to go. And then that's unfortunately sometimes all, all you can do in the moment. Um, and so that's what we really look to do. Provide the information to correct it. Um, let us clarify for you or, you know, think of a, a way, you know, thank you so much for your comment. We want to share that. Um, these are the facts surrounding this and here's where you can find more information. And if you'd like to talk to someone about it, please reach out to me here or something along those lines. So I would say that's one way we handle it. Yeah. Well, I really like your insight and perspective in regards to, Hey, there's somebody that's maybe not understanding things properly or, you know, whatever. So it is an opportunity, um, to maybe steer the direction or get the facts out or, you know, share, um, now, in regards to, let's say you've got, you know, some commenting guidelines, and let's just say it crosses the line in regards to um, uh, an attack or a threat against a teacher or another mm -hmm. student, um, you know, how is your approach when, when handling that? So that's, that would be my other thing too, is that definitely have guidelines and um, and have those in your about section. And even when we did the Instagram challenge last time, I you know I've updated them a couple different times just by seeing what other people are doing. Um, and you know times have changed too, so sometimes you have to add those. And those are now listed too on our communications page on our website. Um, and so definitely having those out there because then that gives you something to go back to um, during COVID when there was a lot of back and forth on masks. There were definitely some some personal attacks. Um, you know, just calling people names, uh, things like that, which obviously goes against the rules. And, you know, there, there's a kind of a couple things with that. One, if you build up the positive and you build up your audience, sometimes your audience can actually help you out and kind of take care of it for you because they'll get into a back and forth and you get a ton of positive that cancels out that negative. However, you can't always count on that happening, right? Um, and as uncomfortable as it is, there have been a couple of times where I've had to say, you know, please refer back to our rules of engagement. You know, if you cross the line, then we could delete or block you from our site. Um, so that's pretty spelled out. So having those in place already gives you something to refer back to and then gives you the power to to make some changes or adjustments or block that person. Um, and delete those comments because we, you know, we don't allow for personal attacks. Your comment has been deleted. And if it continues, we might block you. You know, I had to do that a couple of times. Yeah, we don't, we don't like that to be the first resort, but in some cases you have to protect your students and your staff <laughs> and, and things like that. So, um, you know, we've kind of learned a lot and you certainly have in 12 years 
um, in regards to how you're handling social media. Do you think ahead in what you choose to post out on social media to try to uh, maybe avoid some of the negative comments or feedback or has your approach to what you share on social media changed at all over the years? It's definitely changed. I think, you know, um, things I wouldn't have thought about in the past, you think them through um, just knowing the current environment and what people might pounce on as far as an argument here or, you know, accusing you of leaning one side or the other, you know, something along those lines. So I, I definitely do. And um, <clears throat> sometimes you keep it simpler and maybe just throw something out on Twitter instead of Facebook um, because your audiences are different. You might do the same thing on Instagram and get you know, a little more creative with the, um, with the wording, just showing kids having fun or something. Whereas on Facebook, sometimes I feel like I might actually write a little bit more to further explain, right. Um, to try and avoid that. But I, I do, I definitely think though, too, there are just things that we don't put on social media anymore. We used to put a lot of announcements, you know, especially in the beginning of COVID, we did a weekly update from our superintendent, um, and those stopped going out on Facebook. We quit doing that because it just led to too many comments underneath. And people who weren't even a part of our school district just wanted to give their opinion. And so we really had to go back to the basics of, okay, if we want a message to get to our families, we need to have that direct communication. And so we really stressed having those email addresses in our system and we're going to send it out through email. Every now and then we might put a family's check your email for an important message, but we no longer put the link in there. Yeah. And I, I would think you would agree with me in regards to where you see the most opportunity to get negative comments is Facebook versus other platforms like a Twitter or a LinkedIn or an Instagram. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I think Facebook is just more open, right, to that whole back and forth and that conversation. Uh, we did have a couple people uh, throw a few things out there on on Instagram, which did kind of surprise me. Um, but, you know, some of our younger parents use that maybe a little bit more. And so um, had to learn how to, to address those as well. But yeah, it's definitely mostly on Facebook. So if somebody's listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Um, I mean, you've been doing this a long time. Um, most of the feedback you get, I'm assuming is positive. So any kind of advice that you'd have for somebody that's new or newer um, and is really worried about these negative comments, what advice would you have for them? You can't get too wrapped up in it because just like in real life, not everybody's going to say what you want to hear. And it is a social platform. And sometimes you would rather see it on your page so you know that it's happening uh, versus not know what's happening and have all of this negativity swirling somewhere else where you maybe can't address it. Um, so I think it's it, it, it's going to be maybe a little bit part of it. And it's OK. Don't take it personally. That's number one, which is hard to get used to a little bit. Right. Um but also take a step back and see how big of a deal is this? Is this one person giving their opinion 
And maybe it doesn't even need to be addressed because people are allowed to have their opinions. It might not be what you want to hear, but they are allowed to have their opinions. So you can't fire back on every little thing, um, really gauge. And then if it, if it really spreads out of control, then it's time to definitely then step in and try and control that conversation. But if one person spouts off and everybody else is positive, that's unfortunately just part of it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna please anyone. So don't get too concerned about a ton of negativity coming your way because I really, I have not had that experience. I mean, even in the thick of COVID, you know, it felt like there was a lot of negativity, but it ended up being the same people. So you really just kind of have to take a look at it. Like, is this really taking off or is this just a couple people that, that need to complain? And, and you can recognize their comments. We understand how you feel. If you need to, you know, more information, please reach out here. I mean, there's definitely ways, ways to handle it, but, you know, don't let the fear of a few negative comments take away from the, the huge benefits that come with the positivity that you can share on social media and Facebook, especially. That's really good advice. I know I always, before COVID, I always said if 99% of the comments are positive. Now I can't be quite that high, but I would definitely, it's over 90%. I mean, oh, not nine out of 10, probably nine and a half out of 10 comments are something positive. So don't let that fear get to you, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, if, if nothing else, too, I think COVID has maybe made us all. Uh, better writers, maybe uh, a little bit more strategic in what we share and how we share and, and continuing to to build those audiences because, you know, ours certainly grew during that time. So guess what? Now they all get to see the great things too. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much, uh, Holly, for hanging out with us and giving this insight and even with your dog barking uh, that probably it probably just means this won't end up to be a little mini podcast which is just fine uh, but we're going to use this story um so i really appreciate you hanging out with us well absolutely thanks for the opportunity good luck oh my goodness that's it for this week's episode i hope you learned a lot and if you did pass it on to others who might need to hear it too and would you leave me a review i would love a podcast review now, if you want to become a powerful social media storyteller for your school, grab your copy of my book. I poured my heart and soul into this thing. It's called Social Media for Schools, Proven Storytelling Strategies and Ideas to Celebrate Your Students and Staff While Keeping Your Sanity. You can find out more at socialschoolforedu.com. See you next week.